I would say sunrise is always your best bet because then you have the entire rest of the day to do whatever you want. All it takes is the initial getting out of bed, you know? It's hard, but you won't regret it as soon as you do it. And the time change will kind of get you a little bit, but at the same time, you know, you can sleep when you're dead. Talking to myself again, wondering if this traveling is good. Is there something better doing we'd be doing if we could? And all the stories we could tell. And if this all blows up and goes to hell, well, I hope that we can sit back on a bed in some hotel. Sing you all the stories. Three, two, one. Hey, everybody, you're listening to the Get Lost Podcast. I am a travelchannel.com writer and sold outside founder, Joe Sills. I'm here with Allie Perkins. Hey. Hey, Allie. (laughs) How's it going? Allie is a Memphis-based photographer uh, and a nurse who just got back from a week in Ireland. You want to tell us a little bit about your trip, Allie? So I have some very spontaneous friends that are very down to go very far at any time. And I got a call from my friend Jenny Bailey, who's also a photographer in Memphis. And she was like, hey, do you want to go with me in about, you know, two or three weeks to Ireland? And I was like, how on earth are we going to do that? <laughs> that sounds like, that does not sound as easy as you're making it sound. Have you been to Europe before? Never. I've, I've been to Mexico. That was the farthest I've ever been. Okay, so your friend calls you up and, you're, and she's like, hey. Uh, let's go to Ireland for no apparent reason. Yeah. And you decide you're going to do it. I was, you know, you go through all the doubts of how can I afford this? Where are we going to stay? Like, there's so many details we need to work out. And she was like, got this. Uh-huh. I was like, okay. So it, is the idea to go, like, for photography or just to explore? For the most part, to explore. And, you know, we're photographers. We're going to bring our cameras. It's going to get interesting. And so we based an entire road trip on that sole reason. So when you base a road trip on photography, what kind of stuff goes into that? Because I feel like you, like, if I am a photographer, I might try to get outside of, like, the normal places people mm-hmm. go. You don't really want to stick to the whole touristy things and things people have seen a thousand times. But at the same time, there is so much beauty in Ireland that it's just it's hard to get away. And people travel just near and far to see the most wild things. What are some of the things that you saw on the road? A lot of sheep. <laughs> yeah. We saw so many sheep, but we made it, we stayed in Dublin. And so we spent a couple of days in Dublin. We're like, okay, we've seen this. Let's get out. We want to see nature. We're sick of the city life, sick of being, you know, in Memphis. We usually do rooftops and all that. And so we wanted to switch it up. So we made it a goal to get out and see just the most amazing nature we could ever see. And we made our way to Belfast, which turns out is another country. Yeah, we figured that Northern out. Ireland. Yeah. First of all, I want to know if you tried to do any rooftop photography <laughs> in Dublin. We did not. There are no rooftops. There are no rooftops. There are no huge buildings in Ireland or Dublin. Okay. Which is so that was out. You're like, oh, yeah. We're uh, like, okay, not gonna do that here. What does Dublin <laughs> look like for someone who's never been there? Oh gosh, there's a river in between. It's kind of like Memphis. We felt kind of at home with that. Is there a Waffle House on the other side? <laughs> no, there's nothing familiar there. Which was the coolest feeling ever. To just be completely blindsided by everything we've never seen before. It was so needed. Like sights, sounds, smells? 
It didn't, it didn't smell like I felt like it was kind of smelly there. Really? It smelled nice in the, in the wilderness. Uh-huh. But, um, I, for everybody listening, I went to Ireland about six months ago and had a, a pretty similar experience, actually. We can get to that at, at a different point. You saw so much. Yeah, well, we went to Dublin and rented a car and immediately drove five hours away from town. <laughs> that sounds familiar. Yeah, and and it was awesome. So, but let's let's get back to your journey. So, you guys decide, hey, we're in the city. We want to get out of the city. Where did you go? What's the first stop? So first, we rented a car. Okay. Oh yeah, how'd that go? And- <laughs> So just... They're on the wrong side of the road, right? We're on the wrong side of the road. We're three girls in a manual. And so I already know how that's going to go. Can either of you drive one, a stick shift, before you leave? So me and Jenny were like, yeah, we can drive a manual. <laughs> so it's, it's a little harder than you think. Well, you know, we thought we had it down. And we ended up circling back around to the Circle K and crying in the parking lot for about an hour before we finally got out of town. What happened? It was just, you know, there's traffic. There's other cars. Yeah. Yeah. And so we realized, oh, wait a minute. And there's roundabouts. Okay. There's not intersections. So it was just all so foreign. But after about, you know, about 20, 30 minutes on the road, we're like, okay, we got this. We got the interstate, you know, going steady. And so we just booked it to Belfast. We got there 9 or 10 in the morning and saw a bunch of street art, which was wild. They have so much street art there. All right. Murals, sculptures, like what kind of stuff's going yeah. on there? Tons of graffiti, but just beautiful murals that are pretty political as well. So there's a definite line, like when you get into Northern Ireland from Ireland. Oh, you no. Can, you know. No. <laughs> that was the funniest part. We got all nervous. We're like, okay, we're about to cross an international border. This is a, this is a big deal. Yeah. And so we were like bracing ourselves. And you, all of a sudden. Like passports out. Yeah, we're like already. And all of a sudden, we looked at the map. We're like, well, we did it. Nothing happened. Here we are, and there's no sign. We didn't know we were here. <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right, that's no cool. No pressure at all, So yeah. that, that's easy for people wanting to do both. Oh, yeah. We didn't cross the border. We went to the way southern really? end of Ireland. So we, oh, yeah. we went the opposite direction uh-huh. that you went. We didn't get to make it that far. Yeah. That's, that's the plan for the next trip. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> southern. Talk a little bit about, like, the trip to Ireland from Memphis. Because I think a lot of people that live in Memphis <laughs> that haven't traveled – and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But they think that, you know, man, it's such an ordeal to go anywhere. Yeah, it just it sounds, I mean, you're going thousands of miles away from home. How easy could that actually be? Yeah, how so, so was it easy? So it turns out, I hate to say this, but it's cheaper to fly from Nashville to oh, Ireland. Oh, yeah. you ditched? We ditched the Memphis airport. Wow. I, I don't know. know about this traitorous. <laughs> we can't endorse such activity at the Get Lost Hey, podcast. when you're a broke college kid, sometimes you got to drive three hours and then... Fly out. All right, all right. I do not regret that at all. So so you <laughs> saved some money by going out of Nashville. Mm-hmm. Okay. I did that. Uh, how much was the flight? $517. Saved a lot of money. Ours yes. for Memphis were like 800 Yeah. Just I thought it was still pretty it's, good. Yeah, still very good to get all the way across the world for the most part. And you have like what, one layover? Yeah. We had, I think it was a two-hour layover in Philly. Nothing. We just sat and talked, hang out for a little bit, and all of a sudden, here we are on another plane. So basically, it's as simple as this. You wake up at home one day, and by the end of the day, you are on the other side of the world in another country. Yes, exactly. You know, six hours ahead. (laughs) Basically, the price of like what a new TV or something. Yeah. 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 So worth it. So worth it. Just uh, 
It's like from a photographer's stance, I'm like, that's a few photo shoots. Then I can make that back up as soon as I get home. Right. And So talk a little bit about the street art in Belfast and like the experience. Like where did you stay? What did you do when you get there? And what's the plan now that you're in now another country? So as soon as we got to Belfast, well, we're already an hour behind, you know, because we had our, um, our meltdown. <laughs> so we're a little pushed on time. So uh, you can park for free on the street there for an hour. That was fun. So we did that, walked around, saw some stuff, and grabbed lunch. And then from there, we wish we could have spent more time in Belfast. I would recommend spending at least an entire day in Belfast because we, we spent maybe two hours. It wasn't enough time. There's so much to see. Yeah, so you're just in and out. Yeah, we were in and out. And I think we made it from we made it from Dublin to Belfast to um, like Giants Causeway all the way to Londonderry in a day. Okay, that was a lot. What is Giants Causeway? It is. Oh, I wish I could tell you. Like, you can tell us that's what it's for. <laughs> oh gosh, I wish I could tell you like an accurate history of it. Well, what does it look like? Just the most beautiful thing beautiful thing I've ever seen in my entire life. We drove up on these tiny little back roads in Ireland. There's all of their roads, like all their farm roads are so small. So we're driving our small little car. Um in the ice, by the way, because it was snowing the entire time. Um Wow, okay. Yeah. On the wrong side of the road in a stick shift. Yes. It was everything that you possibly could have been just like worst case scenario in a car. But we made it and it was incredible. It was like <laughs> the most intense experience. Um and the roads there are really narrow. They're so small. Like a two-lane road in Ireland is basically a one-lane, like half of the road uh-huh. here in the People U.S. People just kind of scoot over. Yeah. And everyone's so nice. Like we, you know, we made a couple mistakes driving. No one, there wasn't any road rage. There was just kind of like a little wave, like, are you okay? You you good? You need some help? I wonder if they know. Like you think they can look at you and just like. They so know. <laughs> That's an American. I can smell the cheeseburgers. On them. <laughs> they so know. No, everyone was so nice. It was like just a blast. Like you think people are nice in the south, you think people are nice in Memphis. Like right. they're so welcome, but like it's a whole new story in Ireland. You didn't feel out of place or anything. No. Like people were really welcoming. Yeah, they were so welcoming. Is there a particular person that stands out in your mind? There was this little man in this coffee shop on the side of a cliff in Hoth. I think you say we called it Hoth the whole time and made joke. You know, it was funny. Um, house or Hoth? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I should know the answer to that. I don't. The local say Hoth, so we'll go with Hoth. Hoth, okay. Um, but he had this little tiny, tiny coffee shop with maybe like three chairs in it, and he just had American music everywhere, and just like a bunch of old record players, and he was just selling chips and selling coffee, just like little things here and there, and it was just the nicest man, had a bunch of books, and he'd just come in, you just come in, talk to him, and... Can you, like, pick a record off the shelf and yeah, put it on? Yeah, just play whatever you want. Wow. Yeah. So did you guys do that? We actually didn't. They, I forgot what they were playing. Something just that makes you feel at home. You Bruce know? It felt like <laughs> he had a bunch uh, of Bruce Elvis. Springsteen. <laughs> he had a lot of Elvis, too. Um, what was really cool, side note, you know, I have to show you a picture real fast. Okay. So um, We're going to describe this, this photo. <laughs> um, do you know, do you remember Eric Jansen's last post? The last Instagram? post he did? Mm-hmm. No, but we should. we really should talk about him at some point. I think we really should. Because he's a big inspiration of us getting out and seeing things. Yeah. But his last Instagram post, the caption was, birth, birth, school, work, death. 
And that's been like a huge thing that resonates with us of we don't want to live our life just like that. We want to get out. We want to see things. And it's actually not as hard as you would think. And we were looking through the albums, and we found that album. And originally, like when he made wow. that post, I originally didn't even realize it was what it was. So this is a picture of an album in this coffee shop in Hoth. And um, it's, called, it's an album by the Godfathers. It's white, and it's got four black and white photos on it. And they're captioned with red letters. It says, birth, school, work, death. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. It was... It, we kind of stared for a while. Let's talk a little bit about Eric. Um, for those of you listening, you can still see his work on Instagram um, at WebRaw. Hmm. You were pretty close to him, and he's not with us anymore, but you want to talk about Eric and his life and how he impacted basically a whole generation of creative people here in Memphis. Gosh, it's hard to know where to begin, but for the most part, he was one of the most curious and inspiring people I have ever met and his curiosity sparked a fire in generations like when I say generations I mean like people older than him he was 44 and people my age I'm 23 to like my little sister who's 18 yeah just and everyone in between because I'm 31 and I saw his stuff and it was like groundbreaking i know originally he was shooting in memphis and you're like where is that where this is incredible and he's like this is your city i'm like are you serious he's like yeah you got to get out you got to go see places like it's not that hard all you have to do it just <laughs> it starts with getting out of bed <laughs> so talk about how you met eric <laughs> so <laughs> my parents wanted to kill me i mess it we were talking on instagram and he was like do you want to come to this abandoned building? And I was like, yeah, sure. I'm like 17. So I I wake up in the morning. I'm like, all right, mom and dad, I'm going to go meet some random man I've never met before in an abandoned building. And they were like, no, you're not. And he's like 40 or something at this point. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, yes, I am. I'll see you later. So I did it. It was a rainy Sunday morning because Sundays are for exploring. Am I right? Right. Yeah. (laughs) Nobody's ever out. So we met at that Crump Warehouse so it's it's just like a ten or twelve story abandoned brick building in in what was a pretty rough part of town five years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I've been in there, and it's it's definitely like a place where um, homeless people sleep. People squat. And, yeah, they squat in there. They're in there. So so you go to this building, and do you guys like meet outside or? So he gives me very specific instructions, and so I follow them to a T, and I'm you know a little scared. It's a little cold. And so uh, we get there, and I'm like, hey, I'm here. Doesn't say anything. And I'm like, okay, I'll, just, I'll wait a minute. Do you see him? or No, there's no sign of any human in this place. And so I'm like, uh, I'm a little scared. So we walk into the building. I'm with my friend Grant, who's of no protection at all. Sorry, Grant. And we get in the building, just dead silence. And so we run out a little bit. We're, like, all nervous, kind of sweating. And I text Eric. I'm like, here where are you um and we were initially thinking like this man's gonna kill us and nobody's gonna know we gotta get out of here and all of a sudden it's just dead silent and he pokes his head out of this little board and goes hey and i screamed at the top of my lungs and he was like being quiet and he scared us so bad and we came in and he showed us around the entire building and just talked about memphis for a minute and then about you know 30 minutes in he's like all right i gotta go you'll have fun and we were like okay so he just left you there just left us there it was like a sink or swim. 
That's actually pretty cool. I didn't know it that. Was, yes, he was, he was scouting us, scouting our skills. Yeah. <laughs> Testing us a little bit. So that, that turned into a thing where I started to notice this on Instagram. And this is about the time that I'm not even a travel writer or anything yet. I'm just, I'm just, I'm a photographer, but I don't even remember what I was doing. Maybe I was just writing about fishing <laughs> at the time. I love fishing. And um, so I, I see you guys on Instagram. I'm like, what the hell are these kids doing running around <laughs> abandoned buildings and stuff? Like, That's what everybody wants to know. This looks fun. I want to do that. <laughs> and um, it it went from like just two or three of you to like a hundred people or yeah, something. Yeah. How did that happen? Gosh. You know, I guess Instagram is a very influential place. When you see something and you want it, you're gonna go do it. And like the inspiration just gets so deep to explore things that are right in your hometown you know what I mean Mm -hmm. you're like wait a minute this is here all I have to do is go out and see it which is funny because that sounds like such a small thing but that's the same deal with the world you know it's there all you got to do is go see it yeah it 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 definitely translates yeah so I would encourage anyone doesn't matter if you're in Memphis or Brownsville or you know anywhere Atlanta Chicago there are places that um Take, you know, take care when you go, mm-hmm. but go explore. Why not throw a kayak in that dirty <laughs> river you've been looking at your whole life? <laughs> That's how I saw you for the first time. You're, I think I posted a picture on Instagram or a story or something, and you're like, wait a minute, that's me in that kayak on the river. And I was like, no way. Oh, yeah. You remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would kayak all the time, like out in the Mississippi River. And, you know, up in Minneapolis and stuff, uh-huh. that's no big deal. People do, do it, it all the time. All the time. But in Memphis, there are all these, like, myths and legends that the river's full of monsters, and it'll kill you, and you're yeah. drowned, and there's whirlpools. and People are scared. Yeah. I mean, scared some of that's true. Yeah. but With caution. Yeah, it's not that bad. Like, you can mm. paddle across it. Mm-hmm. Across a, the entire, like, river, actually? Yeah. There's a beach over there. It's sweet. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I want to do that. It's an awesome beach. You're inspiring me. I'm going to do it. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I will show you how. Oh, that's okay. So, let's go back to the coffee shop now in Ireland, like. Now that you guys know Eric, and unfortunately, he he passed away, what is it, a year ago? Two years ago. Wow. Almost. I guess, like, 2017, yeah. Yeah. But he, so he passed away, but he left really a whole family of creative Mm -hmm. people, Mm -hmm. you know, around the country at this point, um, that he inspired to go out and take photographs and explore and, and not even really to be an influencer or whatever. Mm-hmm. He didn't really care about that. You know, he was just a guy that the studio is haunted <laughs> by the way. He's here. Yeah. You hear it? Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's a, we record in an abandoned recording studio in Memphis downtown <laughs> and it's in a basement. It's, if it weren't for like the nice lighting, it'd be a pretty creepy setup. Yeah. Um, but no, sometimes people walk upstairs and <laughs> resonates. What do you want? It's twenty five bucks an hour. Like, <laughs> you know, we're not. We don't have a big budget here at the Get Lost Podcast yet. <laughs> so you're in Ireland and you find this <clears throat> album that's basically it's got Eric's last. Mm-hmm. He met us there in Ireland. That was just the cool thing. Yeah, we're like, see you. <laughs> so, what is the most outrageous place you got to in Ireland? I would say, for the most part. Every single day was something so new that when it would happen, we're like, this is the craziest thing I've ever done. And it happened like seven days in a row. Wow. Every single day we would wake up, we would do something new, and we would be on a cliff at sunrise. And then all of a sudden it would just start, oh, that's what it was. Okay, hold on. (laughs) But the weather like that, you know how 
you know, if you've been to Destin before, somewhere on the beach, it'll just like storm insanely and then just go away. It's yeah. beautiful paradise. Yeah. So that's how Ireland was for us. Um, it rained a lot and then all of a sudden it would break clear and just be the most beautiful light you've ever seen. And it's just like glistening on the ocean and the sun, the sun setting. And you're like, whoa, where am I? What is this place? And then I would say the craziest thing I've ever done, it's this bridge that's a hundred feet above the water. It's like a little small rope bridge that connects two mountains and you have to pay money to go on it. I think it's like five euros, which is, you know, $8, I think Uh something like that. So that was a small catch. But when we got there, we drove, I think an hour and a half to get there and it was closed and we were so sad, but the hike to the bridge is about 30 minutes. The most you're hiking cliffside just by the ocean is like there's no words to describe what you're seeing right there. It's just so powerful. And so we're walking there. It's blizzarding (laughs) by the ocean. We're like, what is going on? I've never seen snow by the ocean before. It's just something that you don't get to experience much, especially in America. I mean, I'm sure maybe up north some have been there before. I'll get there one day. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've never experienced that either. So so you're it's like talking insane. hundreds of feet tall cliffs. Yes. On one side of this trail mm-hmm. and then like a mountain on the other and just snow. Yeah. That's and there's sheep awesome. in the mix. <laughs> it's fun. Sheep everywhere. You don't see there. sheep much here. And so we're just like, whoa, we're just spray painted sheep. <laughs> so, so at one point, so you get to the bridge and it's closed, uh-huh. but th- that probably helped you because I bet there weren't many other people out there. No, th- I think we saw maybe, we met a little group from Portugal. They were really cool. And then I saw maybe like two other couples. Everyone is walking away from the bridge. We're like, is, should we be walking away from the bridge? <laughs> and so we just kept going. And, of course, you know, with our attitude of I'm going to do something no one's ever done or I don't want to do the touristy thing since this is technically a tourist thing. Right. Um, So we climbed up the side of the mountain just barehanded and sat on top of the part, like on top of the mountain that connects the bridge to the other mountain. And so we're looking down at the bridge. You know, don't try this at home, kids, but, like, it was... That was the highlight of the day. <laughs> so did you get some cool pictures of the bridge? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then the sun um, the sun broke through the storm, and it's snowing, and it's sunny. And there's, like, we saw so many rainbows in Ireland. I don't know why I thought that was so ironic. But I think we saw probably, like, four or five rainbows. But there was, like, a rainbow over the ocean in the snow, in the sun, on a mountain by the ocean. Like, it was. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. That's where the leprechauns right? are. Right. So. Like, and I, we saw the end of a couple of rainbows, and we're like, oh, my gosh, there it is. <laughs> like, there, there they are. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. We're going to be rich. So um, I have to tell you real quick, I had a different but similar experience mm-hmm. there. Um, this is in Southern Ireland in a place called the Dingle Peninsula. <gasps> yeah, I've heard of Dingle. Oh. Yeah, Dingle is where they filmed uh, one of the Star Wars movies, like one of the newer ones. I think it was oh, The Last right. Jedi. And uh, it's very green. It's very mm-hmm. mountainous. Oh, that was a cool thing too, seeing the grass. Oh, yeah. Like like this crazy color of green that yeah it's green here it's green in Tennessee yeah but not not in February not in January no no I mean literally like the Irish Spring soap commercial <laughs> they didn't even try like mm-hmm. they just literally pointed a camera at general places in Ireland here it is so in Dingle um, you can actually go to where the set was for this Jedi temple that was up in the mountains on on a cliff on the coast. Mm-hmm. 
Was it an island or was it like connected to? It's connected. Okay. It's a peninsula. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, um, but, but it's not a tourist destination. Mm-hmm. Like it's a very small town there. Um, and there's like a statue of Yoda by a inn, <laughs> but you wouldn't know like how to get to the filming locations unless you Google it. Yeah. And you do your research. You got to research this <laughs> to get there. You have to park on like a farm road mm-hmm. and hop a fence and there's like no trespassing like signs this. everywhere. <laughs> this sounds about right. Yeah, but it's okay. Yeah. I, I learned later that the no trespassing signs in Ireland are apparently just for insurance purposes. <laughs> oh, like, I wish that was true everywhere. Yeah, so <laughs> so I'm not going to endorse ignoring them, but mm-hmm. if you do, I don't think it's the worst thing in most places. Yeah. So um, me and my girlfriend, Lenny, hopped the fence and we climb up through this sheep pasture. <laughs> I mean, up a mountain. So Ireland. Yeah, it is. And and then it was like, you get to the top, and it's maybe a mile to the top, and it just stops. It's like the mountain was split in half, and the rest drops down Whoa. into the ocean. Whoa. And you literally have like a path that's maybe, you know, less than a foot wide to walk on. You know, otherwise you're kind of... Uh, and probably dead, because it's a couple hundred <laughs> feet down. Just a little bit dead. Yeah, but Ireland is full of places like that, and I think a lot of people do just go to Belfast, or most of them just go to Dublin. Mm-hmm. And stay in the city. It's kind of safe there, you know? It's not... Yeah. You have to get out. you got to see it. you got to see the country. They go, and they get some Guinness and, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but I thought that Ireland had the most beautiful, off-the-grid places. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty safe. Like Yeah. We didn't feel unsafe the entire time we were there. Yeah. Which was wild. Isn't it? Yeah. Like, you're not at home, but you feel sometimes safer on the road than you mm-hmm. do at home. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's because you don't know any better. Yeah. <laughs> but it just felt like these are little bitty towns. Like, there can't be much crime. Everyone knows each other. Yeah. If there is crime, it probably involves a sheep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Runaway sheep. Yeah. So, did you see any castles while you were there? Yeah, we saw a few. We saw, what was it? Was it Dunlace Castle? Yeah. Yep, that was the one we saw. And you did have to pay money to go there. You know, we're cheap. We were sad about it. But it was so worth the money. I think it was five euros maybe. Okay. Nothing. And, um, but, what was it? Built 1,200, 800 So this is like an 800-year-old castle. Yeah. Something that you can't even, like, comprehend seeing something so old for, you know, someone that hasn't traveled much. Like, I was losing it. Like, oh. We're walking on this, and this has been here for so long, and it's, like, decrepit, but still well, like, held together. What does it look like? A castle. It's, like, something straight out of a movie, something that you, like, when you're walking through it, you're like, wait, like, I have to tell yourself, I'm right here, right now, walking in this, and it's, like, it's on this huge, giant cliff by the ocean, and... But it's really cool. You can walk all the way through it and then take a little left, look down the cliff, and there's this huge arch in the ocean that's just, I guess, you know, naturally made by the waves. The ghosts are back. Yeah. <laughs> Mark the ghosts. South Main Sounds. Um. He, he's very active today. I'm going to say a few words, little ghost words. Yeah. So, we were just walking, and then there was a spiral staircase in there that came up to this tower. And, you know, it's just something that you hear, like, reading a storybook when you're a kid about a castle with, like, a little tower. 
and it's real. Is it something and, that as like a photographer, it's almost overwhelming? Yes. Like, I was like, wh- where do I look at? Like, you just kind of have to put your camera down for a minute and soak it all in and then just come back. Yeah. That's and, an important lesson too that oh, yeah. I find um, if you're somebody that travels with a camera, whether you're like a pro level photographer, which I think is, I don't think that even exists. No, neither. Uh, yeah. it. <laughs> no, it's not. It's just like people have an eye and they can be experts in their gear, but you never know everything. No, never. And even if you do, like your style is different from someone else. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, so people that get intimidated about like, I want to buy a camera, but I don't know how to use it. Just get one. Yeah. Just learn. Um, but sometimes you got to put it down and you have to look around and appreciate like the wind. Mm-hmm. Oh, this sounds really cliche. <laughs> the sun, the wave, all that. But it's true because uh-huh. that's what you'll remember in your mind when you go back to these places. Because mm-hmm, you'll get so wrapped up in how am I going to shoot this? Like what do I want to remember? But just like take the moment and just live in it, you know? That, that sounds really cliche as well when I just said that. It's a but travel like, pocket. It's all no. cliche. Yeah. <laughs> I was so serious though. Like it's just so nice to not touch your camera for a minute and just walk in it and just remember, like, just be here now. You know. Yeah, be here now. So let's give people a couple travel tips, like as photographers. Okay. Uh, before okay. We, before we get out of here, um, as someone who is always chasing the light, so to speak, mm-hmm. what advice would you give somebody? Maybe they're not a photographer, but what kind of advice would you give them for, that if they want to see a specific place in the best way possible? Like Ireland? Yeah. Or like a castle, for instance. Hmm. I would say sunrise is always your best bet because then you have the entire rest of the day to do whatever you want. And all it takes is the initial getting out of bed, you know? It's hard, but you won't regret it as soon as you do it. And the time change will kind of get you a little bit. But at the same time, you know, you can sleep when you're dead. You're going to like, we kept telling ourselves, we're like, we're, we're here right now. We've never been here ever before. Like, we got to do it. Like, we, if we have two hours of sleep, so what? Get up. You got to go. Get up. Even <laughs> if you're there's sleeping There's a world on the floor. to see. <laughs> yeah. yeah, even if you're sleeping in a bathtub, you know, and had <laughs> two hours of sleep, you got to go. You got to get up it and drive like a you're shift. speaking from personal experience. <laughs> You know, maybe. I hope the bathtub wasn't full of water. It was not. I was on soggy towels, but that was okay. I slept right through it. It was the best, some of the best sleep I've gotten being floor-ridden. I recommend it. If you're on a floor and it hurts, find a bathtub. Stuff it with some stuff. Doesn't matter what it is. As long as you can lay on it, hey. It works. It does work. It works well. It works. Just kind of curl up in a ball. Wow. Okay. You'll wake up one day. Um, so the last thing I guess I want to cover in Ireland is the food situation. Oh, my gosh. I remember you'd, you'd ask me before you left, like, hey, um, uh-huh. what, what should we eat over there? Yeah. And I don't really have an answer. I know. No one did. <laughs> I asked several people. Yeah. They're not, I guess, fish? So, no. Let me tell you. So we, we, we didn't want to be blindsided and just like, what do we, what do you want for dinner? I don't know. I don't know what kind of food they have here. I don't know what's good, what's not good. So we did ask around for some suggestions and we did go to a few, but every single place that we went to the entire trip was like, wow, this is the best meal I've ever had. Bangers and mash. Oh my gosh. Awesome. (laughs) So good. It's mashed potatoes and some kind of sausage. And you can get that in like a coddle form, which is like a stew I think that I had that probably three times. <laughs> Bangers and mash. Uh huh. It's pretty cheap too, it was right? So good. Yeah, everything was like 
from it was decently priced and a ton of food everywhere yeah. we went and i was like i'm fed i paid money for it and i don't regret it at all i would eat that again everything that i ate i would eat again it's a pretty green endorsement come to me for your ireland <laughs> food recommendations all right so i would say to everybody um we're going to sign off for the day, All right. but you can follow Allie Perkins on Instagram and follow her travels. It's Allie with a Y. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. No one ever knows. <laughs> yeah. Allie with a Y. Um, I'm at Joe Sills. Pretty Joe easy. Sills. Like the window. And we are the Get Lost Podcast. Yes. Remember that guitar, that museum in Tennessee. Name played on the glass, brought back 20 melodies. And the scratches on her face told of every time he fell, singing every story he could tell. And all the stories it could tell. And I bet you it still rings just like a bell. And I hope that we can sit back on a bed in some hotel. Sing you all the story.